Pro Wrestling's power couple, Dustin Five Star. And Maria. Here reminding you that Memphis Wrestling is back on Saturday mornings. Listen to me and my partner, Quesarito, talk pro wrestling with some of the biggest names in the industry every Saturday in the main event of Cerrito Live, only on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It's the only weekly wrestling segment on Memphis Radio. Guarantee you never miss a show by subscribing to Cerrito Live for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. Podcasts are always available at CerritoLive.com. Welcome back. On this FedEx St. Classic weekend, if you're out traveling around, you don't want to try to park out there in Germantown, just take Uber and download the Uber app, type in the promo code UberCerrito, that's U-B-E-R-C-E-R-R-I-T-O, that's UberCerrito, U-B-E-R-C-E-R-R-I-T-O. If you put that in the promo slot on the Uber app, you'll get $20 off your first ride. So if you're out hanging out this weekend, whether you're going to go see me at Bruville de Neuville later this afternoon or if you're at the golf tournament, type in that code anytime. We'll get you $20 off your very first Uber ride. Uh, just download the app. It's so easy. It's so convenient way to travel, and it's safe as far as you do not need to be out there drinking and driving and partying in the city as you go to Beale Street after 10 o'clock to claim your Beale Street bucks. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. Every month we are joined by the editor of the Memphis Business Journal. His name is Greg Eggers, and he joins us now. Good afternoon, Mr. Akers. What is up? What's going on? So big news this week uh, from downtown Memphis. And since you are in charge of the Memphis Business Journal, I thought it only made sense that uh, we take a closer look at this whole Beale Street Bucks thing, because it's pretty much introducing a brand-new currency into the economy of the Mid-South, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, this is like this is Memphis's first currency. This this is major. <laughs> this this should be on our Wikipedia page. It should be, because most cities don't have, as far as I know, right, have their own currency? <laughs> that's right. Uh, not to my knowledge. So this is pretty pretty big deal, but so the story goes: after ten o'clock now on Saturdays, mm-hmm. you have to pay ten dollars to get on Beale Street. But in exchange for your ten dollars, they will give you seven dollars of Beale Street bucks that you could spend anywhere on Beale Street, whether you want to buy a drink or a T-shirt. That's right. Yep, uh, spendable. But it, but it also it has to be spent that same day, that same night. Uh, so apparently, it's not you can't hoard them for, you know, a really big blowout bachelorette party or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be smart, I would think, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, think about, I guess they have to worry about, like, the black market, aftermarket, you know, for, mm-hmm. for Beale Street Bucks, so they have the ex- expiration on them, but, um, you know, but I'm really curious, I, I'm curious what you think about it, I, I don't think I like it, but, um, you know, but it still gives me an uh, excuse to think about it. So, about they're trying to stop, so they're trying to stop scalpers from scalping those. Because people are going to be still scalping, like, those night mm-hmm. of Bill Street Bucks, I would think. Like, if somebody didn't use them, you can sell them to a scalper and then scalp them? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, although 
Well, I don't know. I mean, it's not like they're going to confiscate them when you leave Beale Street. Right. Um, but anybody who comes in is going to have to pay, you know, the, the $3 difference. So I don't know. I, that kind of um, math is – I'm not good at it. I'm not good at figuring out angles to make a dollar here or there uh, in unsavory ways. But <laughs> someone will figure out a way to make money off this. Uh, in, Memphis's in currency way. is remarkably strong. Seventy cents to the U.S. dollar. The euro <laughs> is eighty-nine cents to the U.S. dollar. Oh, the Mexican wow. peso, eighteen point six three cents to the U.S. dollar. I gotta love Bill Street Bucks. They are—I don't know what form, what they're using to back this currency, man. But it is outstanding. <laughs> is, is it federally uh, insured against? And this is a run on the uh, the banks. I mean, a, a current there's not many currencies only like valid for five hours. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I do like that we have a better exchange rate than the peso. <laughs> we're kind of approaching the euro, so I feel pretty good about that. We it's not uh, bad for a brand new currency. I know, <laughs> pretty strong. good for for kicking it off. <laughs> uh, the, the keys to test it. Um, Beforehand, they've, they've had what's Japan's this currency called? I'm trying to see what that is. I don't know which, which currency. Japan. 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 Do you know With what the yen? I can't find it. All right, but so the Bill Street Bucks program it's, it's effective immediately. So tonight's the night. Tonight's the night, right? Yeah. Be, tonight's uh, the night. <laughs> it's like it just I, gives you so many options of this uh, having this new currency. And we're about to decide who we would put on the currency. So if you have an idea, you can tweet me at Cerrito, tweet Greg at Greg Acres, or text six seven one two nine. That's six seven one two nine is the text line. We already have some ideas coming in on the text line on who you would put on this currency. We want to. We're going to try to figure out who would be on the each each uh, denomination of a Bill Street buck for putting obviously famous Memphians on these. Uh, on this currency because it is a big deal. I mean, like it's very important. You don't want to make the mistake. So then, you know, fifty years down the line, we're like, well, crap. We should have put Harriet Tubman on there, and we didn't. And so we put Harriet <laughs> right. Tubman on. We've got Andrew Jackson, who was a terrible human. Um, yeah, we, we also don't want a founder of Memphis, though. So he does. We're, we're not so, gonna. Right. We're not gonna put him on there to try to make his. Uh, his uh, family happy that like look you guys are losing you're losing the twenty dollar bill but we'll give you the the twenty dollar bill street buck <laughs> not a good idea. you know I don't really care about their feelings um, <laughs> so I, I, I mean that, that's a valid point he is a co-founder of Memphis but okay. yeah uh, no and oh so let's before we get into this though is it okay just this last month the Walt Disney Corporation discontinued their Disney dollar. At Disney mm-hmm. World and Disneyland, because they said that that's obsolete. They're using gift cards and other forms of payments now. That to have a Disney dollar doesn't make any sense. And now here's Memphis. Are we just behind? Should these should these be Bill Street gift cards? Well, you know, I don't think Disney is trying to keep some people out <laughs> of Disney. So they discontinued it maybe because it wasn't uh, as profitable as they wanted it to be, and. Ostensibly, the Bill Street Bucks are to keep to I don't know slow down the number of people of casual uh, visitors and just have the people who are really wanting to be there and are willing to pay for it. That's my biggest problem. Well, that's one of my biggest problems with it is that the problem is over. If the problem is overcrowding, then I don't know that the solution is to try to keep people from coming right 
um, I, I think there are other ways to deal with that. And, and you know, basically what they're responding to is a couple weeks ago there was a stampede on quote Beale Street. Quote-unquote stampede, yeah. A quote-unquote stampede, and they say that it happens, you know, a couple times a year. Um, well, that's like that's like a big crowd problem. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, thinning out the number of people would ostensibly help that, but there are other ways, such as kind of maybe extending the, the district a little bit and get, like, add more room, you know, that go down another block or something. Right. I know that that's a, maybe that's a long-term thing they're thinking about, but. I um, hope so, because I keep saying it. I mentioned it last week to president of the, uh, the downtown commission at, on this show. I, I think that is the, the, if you have a, if you have overcrowding in a space mm-hmm. and, and you have the ability to expand the space and spread people out so people aren't bumping into each other. So, or the event that people do all start running in one direction, there's not going to be a massive stampede. The, mm-hmm. the easiest way to do is spread it out a little bit. They do have my uh, option to Bill Street is a long street and they call it an entertainment district, but it's like two blocks. Right. And for our mayor in every speech that he's been given the past two weeks to mention New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, mm-hmm. and, like, you don't have to a go through security to get on Bourbon Street, and b it's not just two blocks. Like if you're right. claiming everybody, if everybody who's going to New Orleans was going to the two block radius, they'd be having similar problems as they have here because it's a tourist destination, and you're going to get people there, and they're going to be shoulder to shoulder if it's that small of a space. So expanding the space, I think, is important. The after uh, look, the 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 Bill Street Buck program is an interesting idea. It is only after 10 o'clock on Saturday. If they went any further than that, I would really be against it. But, mm-hmm. like, it is only after 10 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, so I'm willing to see how it goes. But, again, it's just going to send people, like you said, to other places. It's not really going to prevent – this is maybe going to make people hang out in front of FedEx Forum on that plaza or something else. Right, know? right. Just outside the barrier, there will be a new – a second congregation of people. Um, and – you know, now the new best time to get to Beale Street is 9.30. Oh, jeez. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be packed at 9.30. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. But, I mean, you know, it's, in their defense, they've said, you know, we're going to try it and see how it works. And for sure, you know, corrections will have to be made to how they, you know, operate it. Um, so, I, I think they know going in that, oh, geez. that it's it's tricky. And the disputes, um, the disputes they'll have at nine fifty nine when the person got in line at nine thirty and they finally don't get to the front of the line to nine fifty nine, and but right. they their watch says nine fifty nine, but the security says it's ten, and they're going to charge people. It's going to make the line go slower too, having to get everybody's Bill Street bucks. It's going to be which, like by right the way, is the game. same value as the British pound. All right, there we go. Same value uh, as the British pound. <laughs> I'm having too much fun looking this stuff up. <laughs> All right, so. So usually when Greg Akers comes on, we like to cast a sports star in a movie uh, or Memphian in a movie. But uh, today we're doing something a little bit different. We're going to try to figure out who should be on the Beale Street Bucks. And now our feature presentation. All right, let's start. Let's start with the the, the – so is it only going to be a $1.7 bill? Is that what we're having? Yes. In real life, there will just be a $7 Beale Street Buck. Yeah. Uh, and I, I looked at one today. It's very generic. Um, it actually would probably be easy to print off and make counterfeit versions of. Um, <laughs> Which we do not advocate at all. I do not advocate that in any way. Um, I think that's a really bad thing to do. But 
Um, so it will not have right. the security of a hundred dollar bill where you have to like have a marker and hold it up to the light and all that. Right, right, right. No uh, prisms in it or anything like that. Um, but so yeah, they're only doing a seven dollar. You pay them ten dollars in cash, they give you a seven dollar Bill Street buck. Okay, so the obvious choice, if you're going to put somebody on it, right, you would put Elvis Presley, right? That would be the easiest choice, but that just seems too easy. And But he is kind of the George Washington, right, that you would want to put on there. See, I, you know, I think he is of Memphis in a lot of ways, but all the people I thought of were Bill Street-centric. Like, Which I think is and, yeah. and Elvis is not Bill Street-centric. Uh, Not at all. But yeah. as far as like tourists like wanting to save their Bill Street bucks as mm-hmm. a souvenir, like you would put right. Elvis on it. But I think so, yeah. And 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 that's fine, but I I do not have Elvis anywhere in my Bill Street Bucks okay. collection. All right, no no Elvis. Okay, well I want to start in a in a random spot, which is the mm-hmm. uh the fifty. Okay. Because can we put Zebo on the fifty? I just think that would make sense. He plays oh, on yeah. Beale Street at FedEx Forum. Yep. I'm I'm totally down with that. I didn't think of that, but, but yes, and, and, I endorse that. The question it brings up, do they have to be dead, the people that we put on it? Because Zebo is alive and well and uh, getting Z-bounds every season on Beale Street. <laughs> I have um, probably, well, two or three who are not dead okay. uh, on mine. So we're saying so we're going to have to go. You um, run the risk of like someone you know later on dishonoring their inclusion on the $50 bill. Right, but, right, right, right. But, but I'm okay to take that risk. Did you say the $50 one in particular? <laughs> no, just for example, I could have said the 20 Okay. Five. But we're going to start, let's start and settle with Zebo on the 50 because that it honors the basketball element that is present day Bill Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'd then totally we have, go with that. We have to figure out the one, five, ten, twenty, a hundred, and seven dollar bill. So we're throwing the That's seven right. in there. Yeah, right. and, and you know, I kind of thought of it in two different ways. One was, who are the like, just for real, Bill Street entertainment? Like, what, what is Bill Street now? It's an entertainment place. You listen to music and you drink, mm-hmm. and you like have a big party. So there are a lot of people who are way too serious for that kind of thing. Uh, it would cheapen who they were and what they represented. Be associated to put with them Bill on. Street. Right, like to be associated with fake drunk money. But so it's, it's real. So you're comparing this more to monopoly money, more so than the than the euro. I just told you that it's the same value as the British pound, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the British. I thought the Brits used the euro as well. Do they also still have the pound? Apparently, they still have the pound, according to my Google search. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't know. Okay, I see what you're saying. It's a weird balance to balance. Uh, the credible folks. So, what are some credible names that you said like you just think they're too uh, high in high regard and uh, mm-hmm. to be put on such a lowly street currency? Well, so for each denomination, I picked a a who I really think should be on there, and then also who is a serious person who okay. we sh- could consider. All right, let's start with so the one. I have let's start with one dollar. That one dollar. Cool? That's the George Washington. Mm-hmm. I put BB King on there. BB King. BB King. I he's, think that makes sense. That makes total sense. He he's the to me the uh, more you know I mean there's some good arguments but he's more associated with Bill Street to me um, just because that's where he got to start in entertainment and he is of all these people went on to have the biggest he would, career. He would be honored by by the the, the distinction. So 
We'll yeah, put BB King on number one. Did you, do you have another one, number one option? I think that's an obvious. Uh, yeah, well, I, I kept him for my serious one, too, because he's, he's both serious he's and representative of what it is. He's versatile. Okay. Yes. <laughs> then we jump to the number five. So you have to look for somebody, Abe Lincoln, on the $5 bill. So we got to have somebody who wears cool hats. <laughs> well, uh, I put Ruby Wilson, the queen of Beale Street. See, I had Ruby. I was like, is she the 20 or the 10? But she is the queen of Beale Street. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's definitely got to be on one of one of the bills. Yeah, um, I think so, too. Because she sings the blues, so we don't have to. And, <laughs> that's right. That's right. And even though I had a, a bad experience one time talking to Ruby Wilson, because I recognized her from her uh, commercials more so than her music heritage back in the day. She wasn't too happy about that. But uh, I, I, I love her for both. Ruby Wilson, she is a, 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 still a living legend. Oh, man, she had a, a terrific national anthem at a Grizzlies game not too long ago. So, Ruby Wilson, you're saying the five. I think she more is deserving of, like, the ten spot. But Sure. Um, that's, that's good. Yeah, I mean... I, I really like $5 bills, so uh, there. I okay. kind of like a five more than anything. Um, but my less, I, I guess, more old-school one is Rudy Wilson, who was a fixture on Beale Street for decades. He was a trumpet player, and, you know, for 40 years or so, uh, just was kind of Mr. Beale Street in a lot of ways. Very, you know, not certainly not as well-known, but uh, I like the idea of a, Maybe having a Ruby and a Rudy alternate. That could be confusing because people like to nickname their bills after the person. So you know, do you have a do you have a Ruby? You have a Rudy? That could get a, a little confusing. But there's more. We're talking about this. I'm a little upset that they really are not putting somebody on these Bill Street bucks. Like yeah. it's a missed opportunity, a fun thing. Like turns they're tr- trying. You know, it's just negative publicity and trying to turn it into something fun. They need to be putting this on there. So I'm sitting. I'm going to email this to the downtown commission when we're done with recording this. I'm going to send them the audio. All right, so that's on your what dollar? So where are we at? Seven, ten, twenty? Are we going to have a two dollar yep. bill? Um, we certainly could. Yeah. I just think yes. we put a picture yes, of we are. of one fifty two on the two dollar bill. So you have a one fifty two. <laughs> I like that. I like that. A picture of the club one fifty two is on the two dollar bill. Okay, that's perfect. Let's get. <laughs> so we're we have the one, the two, the five. So did we settle? We're we going. Uh, Rudy, you say he's a possible. He's an alternate. Uh, yeah, Rudy's an alternate. I right. mean, certainly deserving. I mean, right. he's, yeah. Right, so um, we're going to save yeah. the seven for last, or do you know who mm-hmm. you want for the seven? Because that's the one they're actually going to be using. That's the most important bill of Bill Street currency. Uh, I'm ready whenever you are. We can do it whatever order. All right, well, let's go to 10 okay. now. We'll go back to seven yeah. at the end. The $10 bill. I put uh, W.C. Handy. W.C. Handy. He's got, a, he's got the park named after him. $10, mm-hmm. the amount it costs to get on Bill Street after 10 o'clock. Ten right. a big number. Yeah. Ten a big number uh, associated with Beale Street these days. So it's an honor to get the number ten because it's going to cost ten bucks to get on Beale after ten on Saturdays, and you get a WC handy. I, you can't argue a WC handy needed to be on one of those. So no, he's got to be. I mean, if really other than King, if if you're going to do anyone, it would probably be WC handy in right. my mind. No, so no, I no. put him on a very prominent bill. Okay. All right. What what do we what do we have next? We have the twenty dollar bill. $20 bill. I went with Furry Lewis, who is a great uh, blues musician uh, for, you know, like hugely influential uh, in music, uh, you know, the development of music. But he lived on Beale Street for a lot of his life. And, oh, wow. um, you know, one of the most important 
Memphis musician, musicians there's ever been, and very associated with Bill Street. So that's number 20. That's my number 20. And then I also have a, my serious number 20 would be Robert Church. Robert uh, Church, a good good selection. Tell people about him who don't know about it. This guy is, 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 he is one of the most important people in Bill Street history. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he's, you know, there, there's a book out um, right now called Bill Street Dynasty. It's largely about him. He, he's kind of the, you know, was one of the most wealthy African Americans of his day. This was around the turn of the century, I believe, of the last century. And, you know, Church Park is named after him, but the park it, that's right next to FedEx Forum, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not named so after a church, it's named after a guy, just FYI for people. Yeah, Right. Uh, you know, as far as the African-American community, I mean, he's at maybe the most important Memphian there's there's ever been. Um, and, so that is, you know, yeah. a, a businessman, hugely successful millionaire. Uh, so I think he wouldn't. I don't know if he. I mean, I never knew him, so I'm not going to speak for him. But he might. You know, I don't know if he would be uh, disgusted by the idea of being on Bill Street currency. He might. He might embrace it. He might. I, I'm just thinking, like, yeah, you know, at 4 a.m. when they're like washing the gutters out, like, and you see his dollar, you know, his twenty dollar Bill Street buck, and they get washed down the drain. That, that seems really. <laughs> that does. That does. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so we we jump to the fifty dollar bill where we 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 have a consensus on Zebo. Um, yeah, I'm not. I think it should be just Grizz the mascot. What happens to Zebo? Like gets traded. But he he's wears number fifty is the only reason he's. Fair enough. But Grizz the mascot could be good. That's a. I mean, you have a good point there. Mm-hmm. Corporate, but that includes like that becomes really corporate. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to do that. I mean, I love Grizz. I really love right. Grizz. Zebo on a fifty. I mean, if there's going to be any Grizzlies-related thing, it's got to be Zebo 50. It's got to hope he doesn't get traded or do anything stupid. All right. Right. Then you can change it out, you know? Uh, th- that leaves us the $100 bill and the $7 bill of Bill Street Box. Who do you have on the 100 This is a big one. I have two alternates, and these are kind of the collector's item ones, I think. Okay. I have <laughs> the, the Bill Street Flippers. Okay. Or Maynard the Beer Drinking Goat from Silky Oso. Oh, the Silky's Goat. Collector item ones. They are definitely collectors because if you have a hundred dollars worth of Bill Street bucks, if you've got that many Bill Street bucks that you can turn in for a hundred in that five hour span, like you're leaving Bill Street too much. Like you stay on the street. What are you doing? Right. Uh, I I like the Bill Street flippers are a group. I really think because no Silky's on my list, and that's one that we've had people text in uh, about having Silky as being one of the Bill Street bucks. And. But his goat, I think, is I think the goat is is something that's even a different level iconic, and I think Silky would definitely, mm-hmm. you know, cheers to that, right? I think he would say, "Yes, let's do that. Let's make." I think goat. so, and you know, I, I believe Maynard is no longer with us. I think there's so, there are yeah. other goats now, so Maynard can never do anything to, you know, besmirch his right. legacy. Right, like point. like if the president came, like it, like Maynard wouldn't like poop on the president and maybe like, oh no. <laughs> This, right. this is outrageous. We have to take and take take off the take Maynard off the the bill. So Maynard the goat, Silky's goat, and that leaves the seven dollar bill. Now, so Silk, so this knocks Silky out, though. It would, but you know, I think by association, I mean, I, th- I think he's, his memory is in there. All right, so there's one big name missing, of course, not counting Elvis Presley, who we do not have. We do not have on our list. Neither one of our lists. Uh, I mean, there's other big names that are still out there. Jerry the King Lawler, Justin Timberlake, uh, Lawler now with a restaurant on Beale Street. 
Mm-hmm. Who is your $7 bill? My $7 is Rufus Thomas. That's who I have, too, as well. Yeah, he, he's the he's the face of Bill Street in a lot of ways. Uh, and, you know, I mean, it truly defined, like, his his career, his entertainment career, was, on, was at, you know, clubs and theaters on Bill Street and never left Memphis. You know, he always lived here until um, he died. And, I, you know, I kind of had his daughter, um, Carla Thomas, in the mix when I was thinking about this, too. But, but Rufus Thomas is, is just an icon. Rufus so, Thomas, perfect Bill, for the seven, and he's got one of the little uh, cross streets named after him over there on on Beale Street. I think I think Rufus is the perfect number seven. We've got a female, we have a goat, uh, <laughs> we have two li- two living people. Unfortunately, rest in peace, BB King, on the list uh, mm-hmm. here. So I think I'm down with it. We, we so we left out the Bill Street Flippers, uh, Jerry Lawler, Justin Timberlake, uh, all possibles. If there you know, if there's reasons to change one down the line, and even Elvis Presley. So. Otherwise, I'm, right. real, I'm real happy uh, with our selections. I'm going to look real quick, though, at the text line and see what some people, uh, let's say, that, ooh, we had somebody tweet in Nathan Bedford Forrest. I do not think so. That's not ooh. a good choice. Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes. Um, yeah, yeah, he's good. I don't know if he's quite as associated with Bill Street itself. Okay. Uh we had Elvis, Jerry Lawler. Uh, people think Silky Sullivan. And then if I go to my Twitter feed here, we had Project Pat come in as one. Project Pat. <laughs> Project Pat has a song called Money. Uh, oh, well, very, very Memphis as well. Our buddy Chris Harrington uh, endorse, endorsing uh, Mr. Church, uh, as we mentioned, would be a good one. But you're right. If Robert Church sing, like his bills go uh, down the drain. We have a WC Handy uh, on Twitter. We have the Monopoly Man with guns. I do not think that would be very good. Uh, no, I don't think that would uh, be this in the uh, proper spirit of. So I think I think we did a good job. So let's recap. This is if this is your, we will submit this official list for Bill Street Currency. CJ, uh, before we submit, CJ's got a thought. Caller called in and said uh, Al Green, and mm-hmm. do we know we're putting on the backs of the money? That's, that's a good point. On the back of the money, we're going to put like landmarks, right? We're going to put the Bass Pro Pyramid, <laughs> uh, the Hernando de Soto Bridge. I, see, I think we got to put like the Old Daisy, the, the Old Palace Daisy. Theater, um, you know, like the the landmarks that are that were torn theater? down in the 70s, 60s, and oh, 70s. All, all torn down landmarks. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That library, the Cossett Library from downtown, just do some like downtown uh, landmarks. Because we're, so we're not going to put the Statue of Libertation through Christ from Winchester. We're not going to put that. We're not going to put that on the back because that looks so. like something you'd put on the back of a of a of a Memphis currency. I think you put it on there, <laughs> but I, you probably have to stick to downtown. All right, so here and you know you've, you've yeah. got the whole separation of church and state going on. Oh, here, that's so. true, very true. But they do say in God we trust on these things. If you've seen the remake remake of uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street now. <laughs> Or is that the first one? Which one was in God Twist? The first one or the, or the remake of, of Miracle? I can't remember. Spoilers either way. One of those, that's how they decide if Santa Claus is real or not. Okay. One is Letters and one is in God's We Trust. I think the new one's in God We Trust. Christmas yeah, the, movie trivia. The original is the letters. They bring all the yeah. letters in yeah. to the court. Okay, so here are your dollar, your bills. So we'll start with the $1 bill, B.B. King, because he is our George Washington of Bill Street. The $2 bill, very limited edition of these, will just have Club 152 on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Ruby Wilson on the 5, Rufus Thomas on the 7, W.C. Handy on the 10, Furry Lewis on the 20, uh, Zebo on the 50, 
and uh, Silky's uh, goat um, on the one hundred <laughs> the Bill Street. <laughs> and I have to say, there are so many other possibilities. Like Bill Street is so yeah. rich with characters uh, that we didn't even get to who you could easily argue should knock off half of these. Um, you know, like Little Laura Dukes or Sunbeam Mitchell, Nat D. Williams, Preston Shannon, uh, even John Elkington. Uh, I, I think there's there's a lot of people who who are very deserving. So they could really... More deserving than, have, than Maynard the Goat? Well, you know, I'm not really going that far. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we let you go, we have to get into why Nashville sucks this month. Uh, Greg Akers not only is the editor of the Memphis Business Journal, but he is also a notorious Nashville hater. And every month when he joins us on the show, likes to tell us why Nashville what sucks. What about Nashville? Oh, yeah, what about Nashville? Well, let's go burn on Nashville down, set it all aflame. Barbecue those greeds, head make country weak and lame. Burn, burn, Nash Vegas, cleanse it, rinse it, soul. Burn, burn, rinse it too, make it a big black hole. Yeah! All right, I, I shouted out this segment on Channel 3 last month. Yeah, thank you for that. That was awesome. But uh, what is the reason? Because we were talking about why Nashville sucks on the, on uh, on Water Cooler Wednesday. Why does Nashville suck this this month? Well, I think we've got to talk about that Tennessean story from uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was just a couple. It was just a couple of weeks ago that uh, Nashville versus Memphis. Literally 15 minutes after you went off the air with me telling people why <laughs> Nashville sucks, this story went online. They clearly held it to publish till I was done, mm-hmm. so that I couldn't talk about it. Uh, but the headline: Nashville versus Memphis, we win. Of course, this is from the Nashville, Tennessee, a newspaper, and it the whole thing is just hilariously bad. That's uh, bad. That's awful. It's really bad. Um, and basically, it's it's this guy. The premise of it is that now that Nashville has a greater population than Memphis, that's kind of his opportunity to talk about why Nashville is better. And but his the way he goes about it is really funny because he talks about how back in the you know years ago friends would come in and they'd want to go to Graceland. They'd come into Nashville and want to go to Graceland, and he'd try to explain that that's in Memphis, but they'd have to go anyway. So he was really bummed out because he'd have to keep driving to because Memphis he has stupid friends. people visited him. Because he has stupid friends. Like, who, who he has stupid friends, and like, but he also doesn't, re, he doesn't, he isn't really recognizing that, like, that's a good thing. people want to go to Memphis. Because <laughs> they want to go to Graceland. As, as yeah. soon as they get to Nashville, they want to go to Memphis. Uh, but, but he does say, you know, he, he was hoping for one day when Nashville would be cooler than Memphis and he feels that day has arrived and that's great. But the things that he thinks that Nashville's cooler about now are like having a hot real estate market in a booming business sector, uh-huh. which those things are not what makes the city cool. And, and the things that he thinks define Memphis as cool were things like having Elvis or being near Tunica. Right. Um, so he he has no idea what cool is, which makes sense living in Nashville. And he know he he doesn't really understand what makes Memphis good because he talks about just looking back Elvis Silver Wright, Barbecue and John Grisham novels as if we all think about the firm every day. <laughs> only, um, when we're, only when we're talking about that tram to Mud Island, the the monorail. That's the only time we really talk about the firm. Yeah, right. And, and it's it's mostly just to laugh about how many people were on it in the movie. Right, that never <laughs> happened. <laughs> it's, uh, he's very. It's a, he's such an ill. He didn't do any research because this is the line that really just like ruined all of his credibility. Was 
Quote, yes, the Memphis Grizzlies are fun and competitive, but not nearly as cool as when they left the downtown pyramid 10 years ago. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, they peaked way after that. Like, the best times were not at the pyramid. Yes, they had some good Hubie Brown moments, but Grit and Grind was born to FedEx form. Like, what do you have any idea what you're talking about? No, you don't. No, awful. he doesn't. It was an awful he he only knows about Memphis driving through on the way to Tunica because he brings up Tunica again at the end, <laughs> uh, saying he'll be in Memphis again on the way to Tunica. And so, this is just someone I can't help. He's yeah. just he's too yeah. he's just too clueless. Somebody who's probably real excited that as predicted on this show, CMT has picked up Nashville. Mm-hmm. Twenty two episodes. Is, is that a good thing for Memphis? Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, I think it's fine. Uh, it, in in fact, good. I'm I'm glad. Uh, and I don't want to play the incentive game because I'm in favor of incentives. I think they're good uh, state incentives for film and TV production. But I couldn't help but noting that to get the CMT deal with Nashville, the state had to give them even more money than they had already allocated. They allocated like eight million. Now they're giving them even more than that for this for the you know kind of the being picked up by CMT, and that amount is more than the state is giving Service Master to move downtown. Oh wow! Uh, so, like, you know, one season of a TV show versus like a major company moving to a sector that's really going to spur a lot of growth. But the ripple effect of, of Service Masters moves much bigger, uh, M- much long-term. much bigger. And I don't hate on Nashville getting incentives because I think they should. Right. I think everybody should get more incentives, but uh, when when it's warranted. But it's just that it's kind of just kind of tone deaf. Right, and now Memphis uh, will be on the same channel with the Million Dollar Quartet and Nashville on the same channel. Watch them have a back-to-back block. It's a Memphis-Nashville it, block. It'd be great. I, I would I would watch one half of that. <laughs> See who does better in the ratings. Uh, it would be a <laughs> right. fun ratings war because both on the same networks, equal playing field. Let's see what happens uh, this fall on CMT, Memphis versus Nashville. All right, Greg, we got to let you go. We're way past time. Thanks for joining us. We will Thanks, uh, talk to you soon. That's Greg Akers from the Business Journal. Follow him at Greg Akers on Twitter. We're going to take a quick timeout, and when we come back, Dustin Five Star is here with us in studio. You are listening to Cerrito Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Where Memphis comes for Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Do you live in Memphis? Do you suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weeknights looking at your phone trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that might be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's trivia night with questions and stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis' most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, rehearsal dinner, reunion, seminar, retreat, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spend quality time with friends. Now play Cerrito Trivia every Tuesday night on Broad Avenue at Rec Room and in East Memphis at Mellow Mushroom every Wednesday night downtown at Tampa Tap and every Thursday night on South Main at the Green Beetle and the Arcade Restaurant. CerritoTrivia.com